Hello, everybody. Hello. I am Salty. And I'm Spice. And we're about ready to talk about something both salty and spicy, or at least it Sometimes can be. Sometimes spicy. Uh, what'd you say? Sometimes spicy. Sometimes spicy. But it ain't my spice, guys. It, no, not not her kind of spice. Not uh, When you get into this podcast, you're going to realize it's really not her kind of spice. What, what are we talking about today? We are talking about stored, storable, longer term, but not very, very long term, meat products that a lot of preppers have on their shelves. Now, we're not going to say, we're not going to sit here and try and tell you that a lot of these stored canned meat products are nutritionally horrible, because everybody should know by now that they're nutritionally horrible. Some of them are nutritionally horrible. Most of them are The canned fishes, pretty good. Right, we'll we'll get back to the canned fishes. We're not going to talk about the canned fishes first. We're going to talk about... We're going to name brands. Again, we have no sponsors. We have no dog in this hunt. We're going to name name brands, and we're going to name off brands. And We don't and even have a dog in this can. We're going to spam you about this. Ah! <laughs> That's right. We're talking spam. Not just spam. We're talking uh, Vienna sausages, elsewise known as scumweenies. And how can they call this stuff treat? Treat. Talk about mislabeling. Treat. Now, we're not going to go into the nutritional value, or lack thereof, of all this stuff, because, you know, each one of them has their own unique, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Disasters? No, uh, <laughs> nutrition labels, some nutrition values. Oh, 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 okay. And some of them are not as bad as others. So, let's talk about it. Let's take a look at it. What we're talking about is a lot of people keep, you know, several cases of meat, quote-unquote, meat on uh, or in cans in their preps to use in case of emergency. And they, you know, they got... But is this a reasonable thing to do? Well, obviously, if you enjoy eating Spam... You might be uh, from Hawaii, you know? Because, they like yeah. their Spam? Yeah. Uh, Southern, uh, Southern Pacific Islanders love Spam. It's one of their big cultural things that spam is a big deal you go to Hawaii um, which is basically my home state, my adopted home state even though I didn't live there forever and they have full entire grocery store aisles of spam spam in the sea stores in the the convenience section you know, here, uh, pre-made stuff, here in Missouri you go in for breakfast and you get they got the, uh, the pre-made sausage and eggs biscuits in hawaii you go you get wasabi um spam spam wrapped with uh sweetened rice and seaweed and it's i just can't imagine eating that stuff but apparently somebody does okay here's a here's a caveat we're we're not spam eaters i my first high school job or job in high school was working in a meat packing plant and Boy, if you ever do that. That'll cure you. That'll cure you. Of canned meat products. Of stuff like Spam. Here is, uh, from a, just reading the nutrition label perspective, if you get a whole ham and you slice it and you serve it, that is a fairly low-fat meat. You've got some fat around the rim, but there's not a whole lot of marbling in it. So it ends up being a fairly lean meat if you remove external fat from the ham. Low-fat meat. Right? Reason, yeah, reasonable meat. One of the cans of uh, 
canned ham I looked at today. It just said ham, water, salt and sugar in some order. I don't remember. Well, we're the got a picture of it, main so ingredients. We'll, we'll be able to talk to it. But it was 50% fat. And to get 50% fat out of ham, you got to be cutting the lard off of the entire ham, selling the lean part to one person, and then throwing the extra fat in with the trimmings to make the canned ham. It's the only way to get there, guys. We're going we're gonna to go through this. I got the, I took a picture of that so that you could actually go in and, and do an evaluation. Now, what, the purpose of this isn't just to disrespect all meat products. I, the purpose of this is, hey, guys, you should eat what you prep, but you should really know what it is you're eating. There are a couple of particular things to look out for. So if you want to pick some that are nutritionally more valuable as opposed to nutritionally less valuable, there are a couple of particular sticking points on the canned meats. The first and probably most foremost thing that we want you to, because we're, we're talking about for a prepping situation, we're talking about you're going to be eating this stuff in the case of emergency. And it does have some really good, um, good pros to it. Um, and I don't disrespect that. Long-lasting, easy to prepare. You can eat it cold if you have to. Um, because it's pre-cooked in the canning process. There are several good things. Not much packing space for calories. Yeah, not much. And very, very calorie-dense. You can get a lot of calories out of of a a very small amount of, of food. But the other side is... The number one thing, and, and this is a really can be a dangerous, dangerous thing, is salt. Because if you go ahead, you're, you're better explaining that than I am. Because the, all these pod- okay. products seem to be, not all of them, there are some low-sodium versions, but these products seem to be packed with sodium. Yeah, they use sodium as their main flavor enhancer, as well as in part in a, as a preservative. The problem with salt is we're living in a country where more than half the adults have hypertension. And if you take somebody who is already hypertensive and already in a high-stress situation and suddenly spike their salt intake, a a significant percentage of them are going to go into something called a hypertensive crisis, where their blood pressure spikes really high, so high it makes them feel lousy, even in the short term. It raises the risk of immediate heart attack, stroke. Stuff like that. At a time when the last thing in the world you want to be having is a heart attack or a stroke because, you know, yeah, you're hard in to get a medical stuff care. hits the fan situation. So, and then additionally, a lot of people are on like blood pressure medicine and stuff like that. That may be hard to come by. You know, so the last thing you want to do is be raising your blood pressure when you can't control it through medicine. So, you know, so if, if you, you want to maintain your health, you've we, got to keep an eye We've got on a this, whole set stuff. of stories and podcasts. We're going to link those in the notes here to this situation. So that's, that's, one of the big, that's one of the big two. The other of the big two is? Percentage of fat is total calories because that gives you an idea of what they're putting in it. If the fat content is really high, all they're doing is throwing in the junk parts. Lips and ears would be the delicate expression <laughs> of that, me. which they, I got from somebody else who used to work in a meatpacking plant. For those of us ears. who have worked in a meatpacking plant, and I only did cleanup, but still, those of us who worked in it, she is not exaggerating, and there are other things that go into these meat products that you don't, you don't want to know. And that's, that's such an interesting thing, is I start telling, people say, well, why don't you eat meat that comes from, like, one of the big packers? And I start explaining, well, I worked 
And it took me years to really, this This always bothered me, it took me years to adjust to the, the fact that, that I really don't want this in me. And I don't want to support this. I don't want to be a part of the system that's doing this. So, you know, it, it's kind of, when you start talking to people about, okay, let me tell you how these products are actually made. Let me tell you what is in those things. They don't want to know. You're listening to this probably saying, I don't want to know what's in that hot dog. I don't want to know what's in it. If you don't want to know what's in it, why are you putting it in your face? All beef does not mean I took a chunk of beefsteak and I ground it up. It means I took a cow and ground it up. Right. So, anyway, we're not saying don't eat meat. That is not what you're hearing. If you're hearing that, this is wrong. What we're going to give you, when we get to the end of this, we're going to give you alternatives that are better than this junk that we're talking about. So let's just look at spam. I got the wiki page for spam open. It's got the spam is everybody knows spam. Everybody knows spam. It's got the nutritional information for spam. She's going to whip out the spam. Just she's got the information right here. Nutritional information for a hundred gram serving, which is like that's about eight slices in a traditionally sized can. For those of you keeping score at home, right? One slice. You got uh, 13 grams of protein, which is not bad. That's a pretty good bit of protein, so nothing wrong with that. But you got 27 grams of fat. So how many? We, so it's two to one fat. Two to one fat. Uh, in grams, that makes it of uh, two and a, about a little more than two times as many calories per gram. So. 30 grams of fat is something about twice as uh, about four times as much calories. Yeah. From fat. Uh, as I was looking at the, one of the can earlier today, I was looking at the spam. 180 calories per slice of the spam they were selling by the individual slices. 140 of them were from fat. Well, we'll come back to those. I, I took pictures. So we'll come back yeah. to those. Please just, I'm sorry, just go on with the spam if you would. Okay, that's the uh, main highlights, is they've got a heck of a lot more fat than they have protein, even by mass. What about the salt? And they've got 1.4 grams of salt, in which is 57 one slice. in one slice. One slice. Yeah. Explain how much salt that is. That's, that's a lot of salt. Uh, that is 60% of the maximum amount recommended to be had in a day. By people who aren't on a particularly salt-restricted diet, just the average American? For one slice. A slice. And who eats just one slice of spam and stops? Not a whole lot of people, actually. No, I mean, most oh. pe- most people I know, big, strong guys, going to eat four slices of that stuff, at least. As for the other kinds of useful things like minerals and stuff, hey, you got 12% of your zinc in that slice. Nothing else is any higher than 5%. Ouch. Cool. So, a few, a little bit of trace minerals, but not a heck of a lot of anything else. So, you're getting out of that calories. You're not getting any fiber. Uh, you're getting a whole lot of saturated fat. So, it's not going to be very filling, guys. It's not going to stay with you very long. Because it's just one slice. It's not going to stretch the stomach. It's, yeah. So... It doesn't even have as much protein as you ought to be getting from your canned meat products. One thing Spam does have going for it is that it has a lot of different varieties 
so you never get tired of it. <laughs> Read some of the varieties. Now, these are not already. all available in the U.S. Some of these are only available in the South Seas because Spam is the national food of the South Sea Islands. Classic hot spicy jalapeno with black pepper. Low sodium, that's 25% less sodium than the original. <laughs> Which does not actually mean low sodium. It just means less than this heart-stopping heart amount of sodium. Yeah, still more than a gram. Uh, 33 uh, Spam light, 33% fewer calories, 25% less sodium, and 50% less fat. Made from pork with ham and a mechanically separated chicken. That means Ooh. they take the chicken carcass and they shoot it with really high-pressured water. To wash everything, every scrap off the bones, they can get washed off the bones. That's what mechanically separated chicken is, guys. Uh, oven roasted turkey spam, hickory smoked ham, spam spread. If you're a spreader, not a slicer, just like spam classic, but in a spreadable form. How do they usually make things spreadable? By putting a more lipid in them, by the way. I don't know what if that's that true with this. Fat. Lipid's fat. Thank you. Uh, spam bacon, spam cheese, spam garlic, spam teriyaki, spam corazo, spam boracua, seasoned Puerto Rican style flavor, spam macadamia nuts. It might be a Hawaiian thing. <laughs> because it's partnered with Hamakua Plantation, perhaps. Uh, spam turkey, spam tocino, spam Portuguese sausage. Also sold in tins smaller than 12 ounce standard size. Singles are also available, which are sandwich size. I saw those today in the store. Okay, so, so are you in or are you out on spam? Me? I was never in on spam after I read the first nutritional label. Actually, the first time I saw it come out of the can and saw how the fluid around it congealed as soon as it got cold, I knew that meant it was saturated fat, basically, entirely. So, yeah, not in. So we were actually, we do a lot of shopping in, at Aldi's because if you have an Aldi's you know what I'm talking about years ago Aldi's used to be the cruddiest place to shop I mean everything they had it seemed like had was just chock full of trans fats um, they were just the food quality was just really bad, bad but cheap but canned cheap. foods and we uh, shopped there sometimes because we were yeah, poor lots, lots and lots of canned goods because you know canned corn is canned corn it really you know it comes off the same assembly line so we'd shop there because it was cheap uh, recently, though, and all these are the same people that own Trader Joe. At least they are in America. If you want to see a really interesting story, go to the Aldi's wiki and see how their corporation's set up because there are actually two Aldi corporations. But the one in America is – no, it is an interesting story. She's laughing. But if you find how people get along and don't get along, that's an interesting story. But Aldi's America has been much more taking – their stores up to the upscale. They're really putting the hurt on places like Whole Foods because they've gone and, and gotten into the organics really, really heavily. And not just organics. They've taken everything with trans fats out of their store. And trans fats are bad. And they have a lot of... Uh, Can you give 30 seconds on trans fats? Okay. Trans fats is when you take a vegetable oil and you run the hot hydrogen gas through it so it adds some hydrogen to the uh, fat molecules you've already got, and then it's called partially hydrogenated. The problem is the way the unnatural process adds hydrogens makes the shape of a molecule different from anything normally produced by any living thing. Trans fats are not an 
organismally produced product. They're a lab-produced product only. So and people who are freaking out about, like, these GMOs. But we're going to talk unnatural. Look at trans fats. Yeah, you know, it's just as crazy. If, you'd, if GMOs bother you, trans fats should bother you because you're making it in the laboratory. And you don't have the right enzymes to break it down because it's not the right shape to match the enzymes for the naturally produced stuff. I'm going to tell you places you're going to find a lot of trans fats are margarines. They're all over margarines. You're going to find them in things like peanut butter that's the no-stir stuff. Now, not all of them do. You had to watch. I mean, you can start. Anytime you look at that and you don't see partially hydrogenated, those are the words you're looking for. Partially hydrogenated is just pure trans fat heaven. Yep. So, as a hint, you know, if, you want, if you're buying stuff, start watching out for it. A lot of the big companies like the... the the Frito-Lays and all these big chip companies and stuff like that have removed the trans fats from their... They no longer cook in trans fat oil, which Everybody's is having to remove trans fats because the FDA... It's horrible for you. It's so, heart yeah. attack causing. You so can't it, get rid of the stuff very well. So it builds up in the bloodstream and it starts getting laid down on the inside of your arteries and that's what causes heart attacks and strokes and stuff. Right. So fortunately, the food industry in America is getting away from that. But anyway, uh, Aldi's was, was one of the what people, one of the chains way out in front to, to get rid of trans fat stuff. So if you're looking for products to buy that are both inexpensive and trans fat free, they're a very good place to shop. And yeah, they're still cheap. A lot of our rotational stuff is in cans. We're buying stuff that's good quality in cans for cheap. We do a lot of shopping at Aldi's. Yeah. But not everything at Aldi's is nutritionally sound, unfortunately. And a lot of the stuff that isn't are, you guessed it, some of their canned stuff. Now, here's a, here's a, I'll, I'll put pictures to go with the podcast on our story, but here's the ham she was talking about. Yeah, this uh, cooked ham in a can, water added. Now, it sounds like a, a pretty good little thing to have a whole bunch of for if you're a prepper because it lasts. You know, the dates on the cans are a couple of years, right? But everybody knows that you can just, the best buy dates, you can just toss those. Everybody knows they're four or five years. You should be fine. Right? Uh, so, on the upside, these are considerably better than the things like uh, treat and spam. Oh, yeah. Because they're only 50% fat instead of being 140 out of 180 calories from fat. Right. So go ahead. And, and they're higher in protein. But the, the, I was looking at this label, and it still had... Click. Uh, just flicker off. I got it. Click no, what? Just. I'm not being able to read his mind, and it's frustrating to him. <laughs> I'm, uh, driving and, yeah, I'm driving, yeah. and I can't It's do uh, One serving has a quarter of the day's sodium. That's about half as much, 620 milligrams, as was in a slice of Spam. And it's got uh, nine grams of protein. It's a smaller serving than they were looking at the Spam, too. It's back and forth, not up and down. Yeah, it's they got uh, ham is the main thing, and then they've got some carrageenan and, and salt and water. What they do is they put the salt water in there to increase the weight. So you get less ham for the amount of weight they can put in the can, and they sell the cans by weight. And then the carrageenan is stuff they put in there to take all. So you don't want to cut the stuff and have water leak out because that kind of gives away the game. And the carrageenan is a thickener that comes from seaweed. And they put it in there so it makes the meat seem juicy instead of leaking water when you slice it because they injected so much water into it. Right. Now, they also do the same sorts of things in poultry products. It's very highly often done in poultry products. If you were to get a non-injected 
turkey, for example, might, might take two or three pounds out of the turkey. But uh, yeah, sometimes they'll say things like internally basted, which is a nice way for we injected salt water. And so you can buy on pay the for, uh, pay for the salt water poultry. Yeah. Okay. Now flick the flick the screen. Flick it sideways. I don't. Okay, I got the ham. Now what? Flick it sideways. Okay. Go on. Keep going. Uh, Cooked ham, more the cooked ham. We got the uh, luncheon meat. I guess I took several to make sure I got a good picture. The Brookside luncheon meat is a lot like spam. It's 140 calories of fat and 180 calories. It's it's their version of spam. Right. A lot of times you'll see spam as luncheon meat. But here's something. This sodium, this... uh, Aldi's version. Aldi's version. It doesn't have as much sodium per uh, container or per uh, slice per serving as it. But it is uh, preserved with sodium nitrite. Now, if you're just eating a little bit of preserved food like that, it's not a big deal to have some sodium nitrite in it. It's a preservative that's often used in meats. But if you eat a whole lot of that, it really raises your risk for stomach cancer. That's one of the big cancer risks of preserved foods. Comes from the sodium nitrite and the stuff. And we got some. Yeah, another another type. Um, corned beef, which is, food is the canned corned beef. Everybody's seen the canned corned beef. It's, I don't know. If Man, they, I used to love this stuff. I, Make a hash out of it. Used yeah. to have the. the it, it still has a little key. The still key, has a little, little key. key that was on the bottom that you turn all the way around, and it used to cut the crud out of your fingers. <laughs> but it was really kind of fun. <laughs> Never cut my fingers with those, but they, they still have them. Uh, it's half fat, and sodium is not as bad as some of the others, half a gram of sodium. So that's one of the not-as-bad choices if you're eating these uh, this kind of canned meat product. We've got some uh, sardines, and I haven't looked at these yet, so I don't know yeah, what their nutritional... I'm not nutritional... sure the sardines have got the nutritional label on them. I got a, a, a type of nutritional They're whole fish. Uh, there's some herring fillets that I looked at. Yeah, herring fillets. Now, what we're, what we're getting into these is, okay, now we've kind of been poo-pooing stuff that are made out of uh, pork products and, and, you know, stuff like that. We've been kind of poo-pooing them. Now, there are better options. Even for, for canned pork, uh, you can find canned whole chickens, right? They're kind of disgusting to look at. But if you're putting them in a stew, what, what do you care? And then you can find... Uh, the like, canned chicken white meat right, is actually... meat. And if it's get, actually very nutritious. If you watch the sodium, that's a really good food item. And they've got some canned beef that nutritionally is fine. Uh, you just have to watch the labels on the stuff. And uh, then you got you get into some of the fish products. Like this was Canned fishes are some of the best. Canned herring. I don't know if that particular one... I just took it. I don't know what it's like. uh, This one is pretty fatty, so I'm not sure what they put it in. Herring is a... F- they put it in rapeseed oil. That would be why. Canola oil is rapeseed oil. Okay, so that's really not that bad of a thing, though. I mean, it's oil, so it's... Yeah, it, it's a plant oil. It's not a trans fat. It's not going to clog, clog your arteries up. That's a better choice than a lot of other things. Uh, they do, it's only 15% of your daily sodium instead of, you know, 60. 60. <laughs> so that's a real plus. So the canned fishes are a much stronger nutritional choice. The canned chickens are a better nutritional choice. Uh, uh, the ones that are spam-like are kind of the, on the on the worst end of it, guys. 
Okay. Now, there's there's other things, too, that we're not really going to talk about because we actually did an article. I believe I did an article. I was going to if I didn't on, on scumweenies, which are the Vienna sausages. I think you did. They're just basically hot dogs in a can. And they're just they're just every bit as nutritionally horrible. Then you got the treat and the treat spread. It's just awful. Nutritionally. And you like what you like, but the nutrition here, here's is our, not our take on this. You know, we awesome. always preach because we've learned this the hard way to store what you eat. And store food that is good food in case of an emergency. And our way of looking at good food in case of an emergency, if it's a short-term emergency, two to four weeks, you want, and you're going to be dealing in a stressful situation, you want some food that has kind of higher calorie, but you want it to be low in salt. You want it to be easy to prepare. Very important. And something you're going to find comforting and good. Something else, something you're gonna it's gonna you're gonna get comfort out of because the morale is such a big deal. People understore the morale part of of food so much. Yeah, um, if somebody just loved spam and wanted to have some for that reason, that would make a much better reason for keeping some of it. Right. And we're but not, keep in mind you can't eat this stuff three times a day or you're just gonna that was die of point. salt overload. Your kidneys some people's kidneys would literally shut down and kill them if they tried to eat that as a major food item that was that is my whole point you know as an occasional thing or something to put in you know take a little bit of this chunk it up and throw it in something you know that's one thing but if you actually have three or four cases and this is one of your main food products that you're having in a man we'd like you to rethink what you're doing because <laughs> it's really i mean to the point of food can get dangerous it sounds crazy, but food can get dangerous. I know we harp on the sodium a lot, but the fact is a whole lot of the different prepper foods are all high in sodium. Not every kind is, but many kinds are. So if you don't watch it, even if you've got a wide variety of foods, everything you eat ends up giving you 60% of your day's sodium or 80% of your day's sodium in one serving, and you eat several of those things a day, a lot of people in this country really cannot sustain that kind of salt intake without serious harm. Well, there was a movie, and, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say this was a well-done movie. I'm not going to sit here and say that everything was kosher in this movie, so to speak. Uh, <laughs> but there's a movie, Supersize Me, and his, the guy in it ate at McDonald's every day, every meal, just for a month. He ate at McDonald's, and if they asked him, would you like to supersize he, his thing was, yes, I have to say yes. And after a, a small period of time, a couple of weeks, he started feeling really sick. Uh, he had to go to the doctor. And people were rolling, you know, people watching the movie would roll their eyes. But the problem was the sodium. It had so much salt in what he was eating. It was making him physically ill. And, you know, he could handle, the, his diet could handle the fat. It was a big change. But he could handle that. He could handle the calories. He was gaining weight. But the salt really just, boom, did him in. And at the, this is, was an older movie. They were still using trans fats in their oil at the time. He went from having a good blood cholesterol to having a needed to be taking drugs for blood cholesterol in the course of about three weeks on this diet. 
So, yeah. I apologize if I get anything wrong about the movie because it's been years since I watched it. But, yeah. you know, this is what I remember from it. So, um, yeah, check that out. It's a good movie to watch. So there are good choices out there. And we've got racks of the stuff. Salmon. We've got Sa- Salmon, yeah. Tuna. That's a really valuable food. We don't have any of the canned chicken because that's not our thing. But I would feel comfortable having it. Yeah. Okay? It, even if you're having stored meat in the form of the like the freeze dries from say Mountain House or any one of the big providers, that stuff isn't bad either. Yeah, as long as you watch the sodium on that. Right, and it's I, I've checked it out. It's really not bad. Mountain House is yeah, especially does a pretty good job on their sodium. I'm a, I'm a big fan of of what they do, and uh, so watch the. But you can get the whole can of like the chunked, um, the the diced chicken or the diced ham or the those are actually okay. Yeah, just watch your calories from fat so you have an idea of whether you're eating the meat or the leftover trimmings. Watch the sodium and nitrites. Some people are sensitive to nitrites and have bad blood vessel reactions to them, too. So uh, if there's anybody in your group like that, you definitely want to watch what they're doing with the nitrites. And there we are. We've said what we came to say, so uh, we'll uh, hang up on this one and we'll catch you next podcast. Bye-bye.